Now back to On the Beat, On the Heart, 1340 AM and 101.9 FM. We're joined by a couple of uh, the anchors from ABC 57 News, Tim Spears and Tiffany Salome from the Afternoon News. Uh, how are you two doing today? Fantastic. Thanks for having us. Yeah, doing all right. Now, you're working on a special report about the 20th anniversary of the standoff at Rainbow Farm in Cass County, which was uh, something that got a lot of national media attention at the time as well. Can you tell us, for those who don't remember what happened, uh, a little bit about, uh, Tiffany, what happened when the whole thing broke, what what the story was when it first happened? Sure. Well, there were two Michiana natives... uh Tom Croslin and Roland Rahm, who were running this pro-marijuana campground in Vandalia. And they, you know, hosted these festivals over the weekend that would draw large crowds. And at these festivals, they would openly promote legalization of marijuana and also smoke marijuana on the premises. Well, that got the attention of law enforcement and it ultimately led to a deadly four-day standoff there. And Tim, uh, what exactly uh, was the incident itself that happened? Well, uh, kind of the whole inciting incident uh, leading up to it, they had gotten into a bit of a feud with local law enforcement. Uh, Their foster son had been taken away from them they were having a hearing to revoke their bond. They'd be put in jail and the government was going to take their land through civil asset forfeiture. And they said, you know what? You're not going to take that. All you're going to get is ashes. So they skipped the hearing and they start burning Rainbow Farm to the ground. Tiffany, how do you approach a story like this? Wow. Well, (laughs) you know, there are so many moving parts to a story, but uh, the first thing Tim and I did was seek out those who were close to the two men who died on that farm. We wanted to know more about them and who they were, what they stood for. And we quickly learned that, you know, they were willing to die for their property and they were willing to die for their beliefs, which was, you know, being able to freely smoke marijuana on their own private property, just as someone could get home and crack a beer. Right. Which, of course, we're talking 20 years ago when, you know, the uh, discussion was still very much active and um, legalization was far off in the future. And of course, things went horribly wrong. Uh, One of the things that we wanted to do with this story is uh, so we're also coming up on the 20 year anniversary of 9-11. Uh, really right after this, um, not even national media attention, but all the local media attention was really taken away from Southwest Michigan and Rainbow Farm once that happened. And rightfully so, the largest story of our lifetime. But uh, because of that, over the years, there's been, uh, with a vacuum of information, Uh, there's been a lot of misinformation about this. And even the family members of the people who died uh, really had some, I I don't want to say necessarily unjustified like uh, thoughts, but there were a lot of conspiracy theories around this. Uh, And you'll hear from them in our story. They really do think it was kind of an orchestrated attempt to take out what uh, 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 local law enforcement would have thought of as a subversive presence. They think it was kind of a targeted mission. Um, but we wanted to kind of look at the facts of everything. So going through 
hundreds of pages of documents and looking at the timelines and the official accounts along with how people who were on the farm during the standoff saw things happen. And this is a 30 minute special, Tommy. So um, we tried to include as much information as possible from those documents Tim referred to. I mean, it is a mass amount of information and I really think we put out a product that people are going to enjoy. It's not every story that you can uh, devote an entire half hour to on local news. That's right. And I I think also it's just um, because you do want to get every perspective of things. And I think a lot of how people are going to see this special depends on a lot of their perspectives. Uh, If you're very law and order by the book, I mean, you may just see this cut and dry case of two guys were breaking the law and it is what it is. If you kind of lean on their side, uh, these were two really strong libertarian uh, belief systems that they essentially said, no, there's this, there's laws and then there's what's right. Uh, and then also as far as just the way we cover officer involved shootings today versus how we did 20 years ago, um, the conversation, if this had been more heavily covered at the time, I think could have pushed for anything from legalization moving up uh, a little bit sooner. Uh, it could have moved towards uh, the way that we talk about officer-involved shootings. The way we do today could have been much sooner because um, it was a small army, basically, in southwest Michigan that was descending on this group, and it essentially all stemmed out of guys inviting people onto their property to smoke weed. And again, your job as journalists, uh, Tiffany, is to present all sides, all of the information uh, with no bias and present the facts to uh, to the public. And uh, that's what you're doing for this half hour. Absolutely. That's always what we strive to do. So you'll hear from um, family members, people who were close to those who died in the standoff. And you'll also hear from um the law enforcement side of things, we interviewed current Cass County prosecutor, Victor Fitz, who has an interesting take on what happened. Um, we did our best to um, get in touch with the prosecutor, the then prosecutor in Cass County, which was Scott Teeter, but multiple interview requests went denied. So there was a lot of hesitation from a lot of people involved to talk about. This. It's a sensitive subject. And, I, and you kind of got the sense from people who were close to it, that uh, there was a sense of embarrassment also about it because it could, it, for all intents and purposes, it should have ended peacefully and it ended with two guys getting shot out in the field. A dark chapter and uh, one that uh, definitely deserves to be revisited. Uh, you know, the, the only way to learn from history is to study it. It'll be up on the website as well, I'm assuming, yeah. after? Yeah, of course. You can always check out our website. We'll have it posted shortly after it airs. All right. So uh, make sure you check it out. Tiffany Salome and Tim Spears taking a deep look at uh, exactly what happened with the uh, standoff 20 years ago at Rainbow Farm in Cass County. It should be fascinating. And uh, it's like like you said, Tim, it's, it's uh, a part of uh, our history that got very quickly overshadowed by the biggest story of our uh, lifetimes. Uh, and has uh, has really gone forgotten. Yeah, and thanks for letting us, you know, share it with your listeners, because uh, I think it's something that everyone, once they kind of, 
if they didn't know about it or if they, if they did know about it, they want to know more about it. And if they didn't know about it, then it's, it doesn't take long before they want to know more about it. Cause just like Tiffany and I got sucked into this story, everyone in our newsroom has slowly been sucked into this story as we've been studying it. A great opportunity for people to, to learn about this piece of local history. That's gone mostly forgotten at this point. For sure. All right. ABC 57. Um, a big thank you to both of you, Tim Spears, Tiffany Salome. Thanks, Tommy. Thank you. Again, that's Tim and Tiffany with our broadcast partners in news at ABC 57. If you missed their special report Tuesday evening, uh, you can find it at abc57.com. Just do a search on Rainbow Farm and uh, you will be able to uh, check out the story for yourself. Really something to see. Podcasts by Federated Media.